Hey guys, welcome to the Let's Talk About It podcast. This is Brie Hammy and long time no here. Um, this is your sometimes um, weekly introduction into what adulting is for me and being 20 something and having to navigate the world and figure shit out on your fucking own. Um, I know we haven't linked up in a while or I don't know yeah this feels fake <laughs> I know you guys haven't heard from me in a while um and a lot has happened it is April um finally April showers something something May flowers or something I don't really fucking know how that saying goes but I am back today <laughs> um I just have had a lot of losses um, in the last few months or so, and it has taken a huge toll on me, and I wanted to talk about that um, today because, I don't know, I never really had to deal with grief and death and actually acknowledging that I've lost something. Um and somebody, so, um, let's just hop right into it, um, my dog died (laughs) pretty much two days after I posted the last podcast, she died on February 17th, and that was the worst day of my life, um, I woke up, and my dad was crying and screaming and telling me to come downstairs, and there she was, just laying there lifeless it was very sad very traumatizing she was so heavy but she was my best friend and um it was a lot to deal with and I'm still very sad about it but I did get another dog (laughs) um because I wanted another dog before she died and because I just, it was so weird without her being here. Too weird. Um, yeah, so she died and that was just a lot for me to deal with <laughs> um, in February. So I haven't decided to say anything till now. I haven't felt like really talking till now, um. So, yeah, (laughs) Um, my dog died, and I hadn't been going to therapy for a while before she died, and once she died, I called my therapist, and I set up an appointment because that was just too fucking much. Like, what the hell? She just died. There was, like, no warning at all. I saw her the night before. I was putting together my sewing desk, and she was there, and she was whimpering and, like, being pretty much normal, other than the whimpering, and I checked on her the night before I went to sleep, like, she seemed fine, and then I just didn't see her that morning. So, yeah, I had to go to therapy because the last time one of my dogs died, I was 11 years old. And um, 
he was also my best friend and I grew up with him. But I knew that we were putting him down and it was still sad. Um, but it wasn't nearly as sad as actually seeing your best friend laying on the ground and having to carry her and just sit there and lay over her and cry. That was a little too sad for me. <laughs> and I already don't like being sad because I'm prone to depression, I guess. But shit, <clears throat> that was a lot. So yeah, I went to therapy after um, my dog died pretty much that um, same week, I guess. My dog died on a Saturday, I think. I don't even know what day. Like, I know the day, but I don't know, like, the actual, like, was it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? I don't know. It may have been Saturday. It felt like a Saturday. I don't know. I haven't had a job in a while, which is also a loss <laughs> that, um... I have had to deal with in the last few months um but we'll get to that I went to therapy to talk about um losing my dog and grieving and feeling bad because I was grieving because my dog has been sick well she was sick for a long time since she was like three years old she was sick and there really wasn't much we could do about it she had a protein deficiency so like that's just life, I guess. It was a disease, and um, she was sick, and then she got an infection, and she just wasn't happy anymore. Um, I don't know how else to explain it. She just was in a lot of pain, and she wasn't trying to play. <laughs> she was just, like, trying to go outside, trying to come back in the house, trying to go back outside, trying to come back in the house. And not really eat or anything. So, like, it was a lot. She was sick. So, I'm glad that she doesn't have to be in pain anymore and that she's not sad anymore. But I am extremely sad without her. Um, I didn't have... Well, we didn't have... We have two dogs. We've always had two dogs, except for when I lived in um, Indiana for a while. But um, we have two dogs. One of my dogs' name is Cajun. He's old as fuck. He's 13 years old. And um, B was five. And so she died. And then we got another dog named Azul. I named him Azul because... Um, I named B after Beyonce, and it only made sense for me to name Azul after Blue because, I don't know, their names to me should um, be connected. They have, like, a connection. If it wasn't for her, then we would have never got him. Um, and he acts a little bit like her. He's fucking crazy. He's clumsy, and he reminds me of her. But I've definitely been scared to think that I'm going to forget her and how she acted and what she did for me and like the shit we did together um, because what the fuck like she's not here anymore so like it's easy to forget um, your day to day with a dog or with anybody I guess um 
when you have somebody else there keeping your attention and keeping your time and low-key reminding you of them, but um, also just keeping your mind, like, occupied. Azul is a lot of fun. He's a crazy fucking dog, <laughs> and he is so tiny, but so big, and so smart, and so crazy, and so nice, but so mean. He's just such a biter, but I guess he's a puppy, so he should be, <laughs> but, um, yeah, he reminds me a lot of her. He just doesn't at the same time, and that's sad to me but it isn't I don't know it's just a lot of feelings that um can't really be explained <laughs> but I guess this was my way of grieving is to get another dog and that was okay like I really did want another dog and I was surprised with um another dog but um the actual psychological work that I had to do <laughs> when it came to grieving was a lot more um, we didn't get Azul until like a week or two after she had died. So I definitely had some time to think without her being here. It was just me, my parents, and Cajun. And it was weird as fuck because Cajun is, again, old as fuck. So all he pretty much does is sleep and eat and ask for treats and poop. And pee for very long periods of time <laughs> but like um without be here I had to really realize that I was depending on her a lot for emotional stability um yeah and I do know that I used to do that. Like, I depend on people for emotional stability a lot. I used to do that a lot more um, before me and Lauren um, had our little spat or whatever. I depended on him, like, completely for emotional stability. And then um, after that, I had to depend on pretty much my man for emotional stability and that wasn't like that didn't work for me <laughs> I didn't want to do that relationship between me and Laurent was like completely different we were best friends so I didn't want to depend on my man to give me the same emotional stability that Laurent does because it's not the same situation and obviously it doesn't work like that like you can't put all your emotional trauma and like shit onto somebody so I had to figure that out for myself um, I know that, like, that was a thing that I did, but I didn't know that I did it with her, too. Um, yeah, so I had to go to therapy, which I said, like, six or seven times. I don't know. I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> um, and I talked to my therapist, and I was telling her how bad I was feeling because I was sad that she wasn't here, and I wanted her to be here, but I felt so selfish for wanting her to be here, even though I knew she was sick and I knew that she didn't really have a long time to live. Like, she could have died a long time ago, and I knew that, but she didn't. So, like, it seemed like she was getting better. I'm not a doctor, so I don't really, like, know 
what else I could have done or what else I couldn't have done or how things could have been different or how they could have changed or any fucking thing. Like, I'm not a vet. So, like, I just, I don't know. It was a lot for me to deal with. And my therapist was just like, it's okay to be sad. Like, you don't have to rush through sadness you don't have to rush through the grieving process which is what I felt like I was doing like I was trying to accept the fact that she died and I like literally was telling myself like she's just not here anymore and that's okay she's not here and that didn't feel okay to me <laughs> like my body didn't feel okay with that statement and that was okay like, I shouldn't have been trying to force myself to just get over it and I felt like if I talked about it because I knew that that's what I wanted to talk about and I told my therapist this, like, two months ago that I wanted to talk about how she died and, like, the grieving process and how a lot of people go through this shit. Like, a lot of people have to grieve deaths that were surprised and that they didn't even know um, one way or the other that it was going to happen and that their worlds were going to be turned upside down. And it turns out that I wasn't just grieving the loss of my dog. I was grieving the loss of my job and grieving the loss of my friendships and grieving the fact that I have grown and I'm not a child anymore. Grieving the fact that I have to be a parent to myself as well as be a child still and nurture my inner child. It was just a whole bunch of shit that I was grieving at once and I had no idea that was all like building on top of each other. Like, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I just was going through a lot and losing my dog was just the icing on the fucking cake. Like, really because I lost so many friends last year and I was okay with that until it started rubbing me the wrong way again because I felt, I don't know, some type of way about losing friends that I genuinely did care about and I genuinely did love and I feel like um, could have gone better or could have gone differently, but I don't regret anything ever. Um, it's just that things could have been different Things could have um, been reacted to differently, could have been said differently, could have been, I don't know. They just could have been different. The way I reacted could have been different. I could have been different, but um, it just is what it is. And it rubbed me the wrong way that I didn't get to say what I wanted to say to people who said things to me that they shouldn't have said or that I felt like they shouldn't have said or that they didn't have the right to say. But I, I just, <laughs> I decided to let it go and not take it personal and to just move on because life keeps moving and so does death. And it's just some things are out of your control and outgrew, I outgrew those friendships a fairly long time ago and I knew that and it was okay with me that I outgrew those friendships but it wasn't sitting right with me that I said what I said to people or it's not that I, 
that I wasn't okay with what I said to people. It's just that it wasn't okay with me the way they reacted <laughs> to what I said. Because I know what I said and the intentions of what I said wasn't what was reacted to. And I'm, like, big on your intentions. The, like, they don't mean shit. And I know that my intentions don't mean shit. But, um, I don't know. It's just different when people know you act a certain way and then, like, they react differently when they expect you to act a certain way towards them. Like, I don't switch up <laughs> the game. And I realize that I can't act the same way towards everybody, even though I still pretty much act the same way towards everybody. I just... Realize I have to learn how to discern <laughs> what type of situation I'm in and learn how to react to that situation because everything and everybody does not deserve a reaction. And that was too fucking hard for me to learn and stupid long for me to learn I pretty much just learned that like two weeks ago and I haven't been friends with these people in pretty much like six seven months so like a year I lost the friendship a year ago I lost the friendship because of some stupid shit and I don't know the podcast is that the podcasts that I posted about those people I was like I'm just gonna take them down because I just feel like they don't serve the same purpose to me that they did before. They weren't therapeutic anymore. And I don't know. I'm sure they hurt their feelings, even though I didn't really care about them hurting anybody else's feelings. Like, my feelings were also hurt. So, like, an eye for an eye, pretty much. But, um, I don't know. I'm probably still not going to take them down. They just don't serve the same purpose to me that they did when I originally recorded them so on top of the fact that I lost my friends that I was pretty close friends with and that I realized that um the dynamics of my friendships had to change and the relationships that I had with people around me had to change um my family relationships had to change and the relationship with my man, the communication was way off, way more off than I thought it was. Um, we weren't communicating at all. And I feel like I was losing him. I felt like I was losing him on top of the fact that I lost my friends and I lost my dog and I lost my job. Like, do y'all see the pattern? I was losing a lot of shit <laughs> just to get to the point that I'm at right now where... I'm like, oh, fuck, like, everything isn't a loss, and sometimes shit has to fall apart just to come back together, and I said that to my man the other day, but I didn't know if I actually believed that <laughs> until right now, um, yeah, so I lost my job, and that was, like, in January, I lost my job, and that was, like, um, Okay, I kind of put that into the universe. Like, it still was, like, pretty, like, um, what the fuck did I do? But I didn't do anything. They were just, I just didn't need to work there anymore. I, it was a contracted job, so pretty much they were done <laughs> using me um, to work there. So I didn't need to work there anymore. And I haven't had a job since. So, um, yeah, that was a loss. My funds came to a loss. And then I lost my dog. 
pretty much right after that. So, um, on top of the fact that I wasn't going to therapy, that I lost my dog, I lost my job, and um, I wasn't going to therapy because I lost my job. Um, I lost my friends, and I felt like I lost myself. On top of the fact that I felt like I was losing my man because I was losing myself, because I lost my friends, because I lost my dog, because I lost my job. <laughs> um, it was just becoming too fucking much. Too much at once, too much pressure, too much stress, too much unhappiness um, to deal with at that moment. Too much. Just It was just too much on me and I felt like I was putting too much on him, my man, and too much on my parents, but I didn't fucking know what else to do. I didn't know who else to talk to, so I had to go back to therapy. <laughs> because that is literally my therapist's job, to tell me how to think and how to grieve and how to move from one process to another. So me and her talked about um, my growth and how much I've grown as a person and that I did take a few losses and it's okay to lose sometimes because how can you learn to win, I guess? But, um, I was taking loss upon loss upon loss and then, um, realizing that all of that was taking a toll on me on top of the fact that I lost my best friend. I was just like, um, bitch, why is this happening to me? Like, why is all this shit happening to me? And how am I supposed to process all of this shit happening to me at once and process the shit that's going to be happening to me because life does not stop just because some shit happened to me, obviously, because shit did not stop happening once it started. Um, yeah, so... Me and her just talked about how I tend to rush myself um, and my feelings instead of fully sitting in my shit, processing my shit, and, like, letting go of the feelings that don't need to be there anymore. Like, I had to basically sit down and think about why it was rubbing me the wrong way that I lost friendships that I didn't necessarily even care about anymore like that I was fucking over like I was completely and utterly over being friends with the people that I was friends with I knew I didn't want to be friends with them anymore and I knew that the friendship was coming to an end but it's still months later rubbed me the fucking wrong way that they ended the way that they did and I had to I don't know sit down and think about why I did rub me the wrong way that it did because I didn't get to say what I wanted to fucking say because I didn't get the last word like I want to get because I felt like they needed to know how I felt but it was like one of those things where you got to forgive people <laughs> who don't deserve um to be forgiven or you got to forgive yourself for allowing shit to happen um, the way that you didn't want to happen. Because if I had spoke up before, um, then it wouldn't have had to, it wouldn't have had to end 
the way that it did. Um, because I didn't really want my friendships to end, but I did want um the shit that was happening to him. <laughs> um and I didn't want to lose my job, but I didn't want to work there anymore at fucking all. Like I hated that job. And if you listen to like previous podcasts, you can hear me saying like word for word, I fucking hate my job. <laughs> like I just I knew that that was coming to an end. And when they did, I was like, whoa, I should have set some shit up like before I decided to go and put out into the universe that I don't want to work somewhere anymore and that I want to do something else. But I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, I didn't want to lose my dog. And I have no idea why I lost her, but it was... A lesson nonetheless like some shit you just don't have control over and that is the ultimate thing that made me realize that I don't have control over everything that I think that I have control over that I want control over and I need to get the fuck over trying to have control over things like I need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and that has pretty much been my thing for the year. Like, I knew that I had to get uncom- get comfortable with being uncomfortable, but I didn't want to be that fucking uncomfortable, like, at all. Who the fuck wants to be that uncomfortable to the point where they lose somebody close to them? That fucking sucks. It really fucking sucks. And it's still hard to talk about the fact that I lost all of these things and all of these people and I just have to deal with all of these feelings because I went through so much shit at once, but I don't know. I feel like I pretty much processed them, my feelings, um, the way that I should have by now, but I Every day is a work in progress, and every day you have to process some new shit that you didn't know was there, and you're unearthing new shit that you didn't know was there, and you're figuring shit out that um, you thought you figured out already, (laughs) Um, and yeah, I don't know. Shit is just a lot. Life is a lot. Being an adult is a lot. And I realized that growing up that I'm going to lose more things and gain more things. And sometimes you things are supposed to only be here for a season. And people are only meant to be here for a season. And blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. But that doesn't make you feel any better. Nothing really makes you feel any better when you are grieving. And grieving is a process. But as long as you feel like you're not stuck in the grief, which was a huge part to me because I felt like I was stuck for the first week. I was like, it's been a month since my dog has been dead and I feel like I can't fucking breathe. I can't go home because it's just too fucking sad without her looking out the window when I leave and I just, she won't be there when I walk through the door. She won't be jumping on me or anything and I can't, I can't be there without her. And she's still not here. She's still not jumping on me. She's still not looking out the window. She's still not here. And I just had to be okay with the fact that she's not here physically. 
And sometimes I feel like I see her like sitting on the couch or outside when I let Azul outside, occasion outside. Like I swear to God, I see her sometimes, but that just makes me feel like a little bit of comfort. Um, and sometimes it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> um, but yeah. I still feel her with me, like everything that I learned with her and everything I've been through with her. She's still with me, but she's not here. And that sucks. It really fucking sucks. And my friends aren't here with me. The ones who've met B, the ones who loved her, they're not here. And that sucks. I didn't really get a chance to be consoled by anybody except for my family and my man and the few friends that I did let know that she died. Um, and I actually did get closer with somebody who um, I've been friends with, like acquaintances with for a while, but um, we just, I don't know. We never really tried to, like, make it a friendship. <laughs> um, yeah, but I got closer with somebody who um, I was friends with via the internet, but that I've known, like, face-to-face, -face, like, for a while because my dog died. And she gave me a great idea the same day that my dog died. And I felt like um, she gave me a reason to <laughs> do something else other than be sad about the fact that my dog died. And I don't know. I took that for what it was. I think that she's a great human being and that she did a tremendous job of helping me with my grief. I mean, she checked up on me and everything. And that's really what a genuine friend or a genuinely good person does. <laughs> like, I just, I'm grateful that um, she was there when I need her to be there because she definitely gave me the best fucking idea. What's the best fucking idea I've ever heard in my life? But um, that I will reveal <laughs> some other day. Um, yeah, so I had to deal with the loss of a lot of shit. And it fucked with my self-esteem. And it fucked with the fact that I'm supposed to be going back to school. And the fact that I got other shit to do, other shit to worry about. I got a fucking car note. I got a fucking... I don't know. What the fuck else I have to do? I have so much shit to do. I literally could not even fucking tell y'all. <laughs> but um, it was just a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. And I didn't feel like talking at all to nobody, really. Like, I'm an avid tweeter, and I tweet all the fucking time, but that's not really me physically sitting down and having to talk to <laughs> somebody and people definitely kept asking me like where have you been why have you been posting your podcast but um it just this wasn't as important to me as my mental health and as figuring out what the fuck just happened <laughs> why the fuck just happened um how the fuck do I deal with what happened that shit just was um a process and I just I don't know this is hard 
Life is hard. Being 20-something is hard. Fucking sucks. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I just urge everybody not to rush the processes that they're going through to acknowledge the fact that they're going through some shit and to think about where they're going after this, like what is going to happen after this, because there's no way to change um, death and life and death is final. I guess, I guess life isn't final death is final <laughs> um and i hope to see my dog again someday um when i die hopefully she's in heaven because that's a movie and if she's not i'm gonna be fairly upset with all dogs go to heaven creator whoever he or she is i'm gonna be fairly upset but like i don't know Shit is a process and being sad and dealing with sadness and dealing with loss and dealing with fucking everything that comes with being an adult and still having to go to work and go to school and get up and take care of your responsibilities because you still have responsibilities because life doesn't stop because your best friend died or because somebody you know dies or because your favorite uncle died or your favorite cousin died or whoever you just I just had to get comfortable with the fact I'm not comfortable <laughs> I had to get comfortable with the fact that I'm uncomfortable and that things are going to change every day. Life changes every day. Things change every day. People's thoughts changes. People's feelings change. Um, the earth changes. Just there's so many things that you don't have control over. And that just has to be that. And that does not feel good to say. <laughs> And it doesn't feel bad to feel like I'm okay with that now. I'm okay with the fact that life um, continuously is changing. And I guess that's the beauty of life. And it's also the horror. I just, I don't know. I urge everybody to be okay with the fact that things will never be the same again. And that's what I had to learn. And that's pretty much all I have to say. <laughs> um, things will never be the same again. And that's okay. Um, and it also isn't okay. And <laughs> that's just, that's just that, I guess. Life is sad. And it's also happy. And I don't know, make the best out of it that you can. I'm just trying to be a good person and have compassion for people and have compassion for myself. I had to learn compassion for myself because Lord fucking knows that I had no compassion for myself and the shit that I was feeling. And I wasn't given, like how I said before, I wasn't given my chance to set what? I wasn't giving my chance. What? I wasn't giving myself the chance to really um, 
dwelling how I was feeling. I was just trying to rush the process, the grieving process, and all of this other shit. And that's why um, feelings were lingering and coming back up and also not being addressed at all. And I owe myself the um, service of being compassionate to myself and allowing myself to feel everything that I need to feel and go through those feelings and sort those feelings out. And you owe yourself that too. You owe yourself compassion. It's easy to be compassionate to somebody else. And I definitely have a tendency to pick up people with problems and be like, oh my God, I just, I can't believe you're going through this and how can I help you so I don't have to help myself. And I realized that I did that a few times. <laughs> um, and that's why I had to pretty much isolate myself from all of the people that I do call my friends and my family and pretty much everybody aside from my man and my therapist and I definitely isolated myself from her too so yeah I just want you guys to know that you aren't the only person going through shit and although I hadn't felt grief before truly um I know how it is now and I'm very sorry for everybody's loss and what they've lost and who they've lost. Um, and I hope that you guys take the time to feel everything that you need to feel and sort through those feelings and why you feel that way. And just, I don't know. I do know, but I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to explain. I just hope you guys get okay with them not being here anymore and things changing because unfortunately that's just how life goes but yeah I guess that is this episode of the let's talk about it podcast um I was gonna have a black girl business this week but I certainly cannot fucking remember who it was gonna be so um yeah follow me on social media my twitter name is Bree Hammy pretty much all of my social media on anything that you can find me on is Brie Hammy, except for maybe Pinterest, but maybe that's Brie Hammy too. Um, I have three different Instagrams, Brie Hammy, at Brie Hammy, at The Real Brie Hammy, and at By Brie Hammy. At By Brie Hammy is my creator page, my creative page. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I'm sewing shit up. So go ahead and follow my creative page and see what the fuck I'm making. Um, it's definitely my idea that my friend Jay gave me coming into, uh, coming to life. So yeah, uh, shout out to the five women who have inspired me to do this and Jade who inspired me to, um, even create what I'm creating to begin with so yeah I'm not just gonna be so shit on my creative page I'm gonna like actually just continuously make things because I like making shit and that's what I want to do for a living I guess I want to be an artist quote unquote <laughs> but like that sounds corny and I don't really consider myself to be like an artist even though I make I guess art um <laughs> but yeah Go ahead and follow all of my social media at Brie Hammy, the real Brie Hammy, and 
by Brie Hammy at Instagram, on Instagram, and Brie Hammy every fucking where else. And I guess that's it, my niggas. I wish I could really think of an outro, but I can't. So bye, booties. Have a great day. Love you.